Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is. Listen, happy new year, whatever. I don't know, because this is a live podcast recorded on a Sunday morning in August of 2019, okay? 2K19. I don't know when you heard it. Let me, in fact, let me know when you hear this. Let me know when you discovered it. If you discovered it live, welcome in. We're about to have an amazing conversation. If you discovered it 24 hours from now, 48 hours from now, a year from now, five years from now, I'm telling you because that's usually when it's, it's, it's I, I never know. But what we will do is you're about to get my first thoughts of the morning. You hear that frog in my throat? I got one eye open, barely have rolled over. And uh, I was laying here, and I'm like, you know what? I got to get this thing started. Um, I hope that you have, as we reflect, I hope that you have had something amazing to experience this week, celebrate it this week. And even if it wasn't yours or all about you, I hope that you were able to lend yourself to somebody else's celebration, to somebody else's good news. I hope that you didn't side-eye everything, that you weren't negative about everything. Because I know those days come. We call them our bitterness days. We call them our burn days, you know, days where you can't be productive. We celebrate just being part of human nature. All of these things are human nature. Everybody can't be positive every day. I'm not trying to be. I'm a Scorpio. I am going to be bitter about some stuff. I am going to be vengeful. I am going to hold on to some stuff. I am going, it's going to take me a long, slow time to forgive. Um, but on those good days, if we could talk most about, not more about, but if we could talk most about those good days when we are nice and kind and forgiving, uh, that we are sharing, that we are lending ourselves to other things besides what we want. I look down my timeline and I see so many, me, myself, and I, you know, and I've just, I've always been that person. You hear me say we, us, all the time, because I just refuse to believe that this time that I have here is all about me. There was a very long time when nobody knew who was writing for Dryer Buzz. Nobody knew. Everybody thought that was like the biggest entity, and it is. It's a, it's a family business. But I, people always say, well, where, where's your story? Where's your bio? Where's this, that, and the other? You know, I just never really wrote it. I said, I started on a memoir. I was going to do a memoir. It's called F a Memoir. Can't say what it's really called, but it was called F. It is called F a Memoir. And it's just kind of ongoing. But I was able to build the reputation for Dryer Buzz on lending myself and turning the lens on so many other amazing things. I wanted to wake up each and every day and just archive something that was absolutely awesome and amazing. And I still look for that. I wake up and I'm like, man, I am weeding through all this other stuff, trying to figure out like what's really, what's out there that I could take it and find some joy in it. Let me tell you, one of the things, and I've already said it this morning, we go through so much to suppress our joy. Now, one of the things, and I'm going to tell you why it's human nature. It's human nature for us to kind of uh, on do things on the low. We've had to do things on the low. And we, re- we respond in that way. And I'm talking about people of color, right? We respond in that way still. Um, even, well, one, I think it's more and more than I don't know. Because people keep talking about how we look. And my response to how we look is always to whom? 
To whom? Now, mind you, we've had some generations that had to pay particular attention to how we look. I remember um, watching, and I watch it periodically, Driving Miss Daisy, right? And you never really got a, a glance into Hulk's life, you know? It's like you just knew Hulk had some stuff going on that he wasn't going to let Miss Daisy know, right? He was not, like, Hulk. And they would always try to inquire into Hulk's life. And he would tell them, that's my, that's my business, Miss Daisy. You know? And when he, when he was talking, I remember there were a couple of conversations he was having with uh, Miss Daisy's son. And Hulk, like, one time they were selling, they were trading in the vehicle. And Hulk was like, he asked Hulk if he was missed that vehicle. Hulk was like, no, I bought it, you know? And he was like, well, why don't you just do a deal with me? He's like, because we got enough going on. You don't need to be all in my business, right? And there were a time or two, Miss Daisy was making her assumptions and stuff, you know. And, and in the end, when he drove, when Hope drove up in the end, and uh, they were going to visit Miss Daisy after she had been placed uh, in uh, care, they were going, and he asked Hope, this uh, young woman, beautiful young woman, drops Hulk off, and he was like, Hulk was, he was like, that's my granddaughter, you know, she just graduated from Spelman, and this, that, and the other, and he's like, I, who knew, they didn't even know Hulk had, and was the head of a household and a family, because he, it was just one up for discussion, what I hate for us to do, and let me tell y'all, that has become one of my talking points, let me write that down, it's just not up for discussion, up for discussion, not up for, I'm gonna write that down, because there's a lot that shouldn't be up for discussion and some would. And so I like that Hope went through that whole movie. He was like, I can't tell these folks. Because that generation had to be that way. They had to be that way. You know? And there's still these little inquiries we do of each other cross-culturally because we don't let it all out. Right? We They couldn't. We wouldn't. Right? And the next generation won't. Right? And, but yet. What happens is, is when these moments of us, our joy surges, such as the sandwich, the chicken sandwich, or people keep saying how we look. I'm like, to whom? Right? Now, I know, like I said, to I'm a, how we look. Okay. Uh, I'm still wondering to whom, because I, and I know to whom. I just want people to say it so that they process it. That's who you have. That's who you let have a hold on you. And it may not be another race. It could be, I know in our household, we came across a book. There's a lot of books. We subscribe to a lot of stuff up in here to survive as, in, as human nature places us, right? We found a book, or I found a book one time at the grocery store called Living with Screwed Up People. It literally is a book called, and they might have retitled it, but honey, I, I saw that book and brought it home. Because we had some issues in the household that we were trying to figure out. Because it's like, you could tell sometimes in families, one person or another may intimidate people. Not even that they're trying to. It's just you put so much stock in what that other person thinks of you, believes of you, knows of you. And you start acting according to what you think. And guess what? And we talked about this on another podcast. What you will find, if you ever say this stuff out loud to that person, you will find that people are not thinking about you as much as you think they're thinking about you. I can't even write that down. Okay, people are not thinking about you as much as you think they are thinking about you. You is come on. And what happens is you are suppressing your own growth and existence, the love that you can have, the joy that you can have, the experiences you can have, because you think somebody's watching it and don't nobody see you. 
There are people out there that feel like eyes are always on them. And it might be because you might have a little bit of a smile. I used to feel that way. Like, man, I can't, I can't be happy in this space or I can't be happy in that space. You know, but then you kind of find out, ain't nobody thinking about you. Ain't nobody, how many times have you heard that? Now, I know, yeah, there's some, especially in social media, some people are thinking about you a little bit too much. I know. Because they, you, you, they, they, you see it in their posts, and you know they're talking about you because they've been all trolling all on your timeline. But they don't realize that Facebook lets you know who's trolling on the timeline. And if they go to somewhere else and say something about you, Facebook is sure because, like, look, they clearly just left your page. Y'all don't know how these algorithms work, okay? If you're in one space and you go somewhere else and say something about somebody, face, whether you mention them or not, you left a trail and breadcrumbs that Facebook thinks you got something in common. And that's how people be over there like, well, dang, how they see my post? Yeah, they saw your post. I was about to call you something, but I won't. Right? Because we are linked together. Like that down. Right? There are people who say, well, how come I can't be anonymous over here and have... Because if you got any kind of association with any of these platforms, they are following you everywhere. That's why you can walk in your kitchen and get something to eat and come back and see an ad for it, right? That's why you can have something going on. They're listening, right? They're listening for keywords and things that you say. Still, I don't see no great ad, um, ads on airlines yet. I don't see that yet, okay? I mean, probably because the airlines are not paying these so social media platforms to advertise. You know, the Southwest at uh, Southwest still out there. At, I think everybody's flying Spirit, but yeah, I do see a couple Spirit things. But used to be every used to be every what Thursday, Tuesday, you would see a, a Southwest ad. You had to purchase by Thursday. That where did they go? They would get they would dog people would dog that comment section out so bad. They probably don't even advertise anymore. Uh, so I'm still waiting on some good deals so I can go back and forth to New York like I used to love. Oh my God, that good, that good $75, $80 flight to New York used to be amazing. Then they start coming down to over $100. Then I can't, nobody can't keep, can't keep escaping like that. No. But anyway, people aren't thinking about you as much as you think about. What you need, the talking point you need, you need to get that uh, driving seat. Some of y'all don't want to watch Driving Miss Daisy because y'all think, you, you know, you're overthinking it. You're thinking like, oh, it's just such a, y'all better watch Driving Miss Daisy because Hope is the best. Hope is the best way of life. Right. One one movie I did I didn't too much particularly care for, but I still watch and they're both the same. Uh what's the one? What's the one? The Butler. The Butler with uh Oprah and um Forrest Whitaker and David Oyelowo. I think he was in that too. Uh in another American role. Um, let me think, who else? There were some other people. Oh, you one of your guys got put on in that movie. And you get a chance to see how the different generations, the butler represented the silent generation. The, they called them the silent generation because they didn't say much about what was going on. All right? A lot wasn't up for discussion. And he worked in the White House all of those years. And, you know, boomers, they, they made some of these uh, subliminal eras that the next generation, every generation has these eras that they made on how they handle things. Or, wait, not even eras, but just... Ways that we just did not understand because they didn't go about they didn't go about explaining what they did enough so that we could understand. So we ended up with these walls between generations because one of the things we do as generations is we don't explain enough out loud what it is we're doing. One thing that I did with my children to try to break that cycle is I explain out loud 
Here's why I'm doing this. Here's why we live this way. Here's why this is of importance in our household. Regardless of what's going on outside these doors, this is what, because my mother used to do that too. This is what's important and how we recognize different things. Uh, I remember coming up during time when BET was destroying the generation. Black Entertainment Television, BET was trying to prep themselves for a great sale and they were destroying the generation because the only way they could sell it was to destroy a generation. Then they went through this whole rebranding and all that kind of stuff. So during the time they were destroying a generation, my children were growing up and I know I wasn't about to tell them not to watch because the more I would tell them like, y'all can't watch that mess. You know, they go, they go to the friend's house and they still watch. They get on the school bus, they still talking about it. They get to school, they still coming in here talking about that stuff. And I'm like, look, let's just see what's on it. What are y'all watching? And we, I watch it with them and I would respond accordingly, like reality shows. You know, they want to watch reality shows. Okay, I'm going to watch it with you. You know, they got up a mom and they were coming, mom, come on, let's watch this because they know the only way they, and they grow right now. Hey, mom, you want to watch the housewives? I'm like, okay, come on. And they're not going to watch it without because one, they get a kick out of how I respond. They get a kick out how I respond to the shock value of a lot of this stuff. Mom, check this song out. And I'm over here gasping for air, clutching my purse. I'm like, well, what is that? You know, one of the hottest rappers out there, you know, I know his parents. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is he saying? What is your baby out there saying? Girl, we on the yacht. Okay, I understand. But, but, <laughs> these songs, right? I'm just saying, you know. I'm like, girl, what is, dude, what is this boy saying? Can't even tell what he's saying. He on the red carpet right now. I understand. But what is he saying in this song? Y'all don't understand. I'm not trying to drop names. I'm just saying, because that ain't even up for discussion. Who I know and what I know, but I'm just saying. We, some of it, we got to discuss. We got to, is some of it, what should be up for discussion, what should not? I, my children, I've poured into them my reaction, my response to these things. And, and they, they follow me on social media. Ain't nobody, well, I'm a, I think one or two might add me, but I got four. That's why I have four. Because you got to have good odds. I'm like, I got to have, have a family. Because you got to have good odds when you have children. All y'all out there with the one and two, y'all better have a third and a fourth. I'm telling y'all, you're going to need those odds, okay? You're going to need those, those odds. And... They would always want to enjoy this stuff. And I never said don't do anything. Just understand what's going on. Understand if there's an agenda attached to it, who owns it, who's doing it, what's behind it, and all those kind of things. Like people just told y'all, please, listen, anybody going to get in the line, because you know Chick-fil-A is closed today. Popeye's is open, y'all. If you are going, please buy a friend a sandwich. Because these people out here, I'm so mad at y'all. And I've, I've been watching it. And I think it's a jealousy thing. Because they don't have time to go sit in the line. It, it ain't payday yet. And I'm not throwing shade. Or, or, I'm just pointing out the errors that are being made. Because when people react, you know, that's what I do. I gauge these kinds of reactions. And I have to watch social media every, every day, every second of social media. Because I have to consult clients. And people, not even clients, like people I work with businesses on whether or not they should jump in and on, on these trends. Oh, people are saying this. People, I have to go and tell somebody, hey, listen, this is, this is perfect for your business. This conversation over here. This hashtag over there. This, that, and the other. This, that, and the other. I have to tell people. So I have to watch this stuff. And I have to, like, you know, I write these little reports and things like that, you know. So I have to watch these behaviors, y'all. Damn if we have to keep, keep talking about behaviors, Okay, 
So I have to gauge these behaviors. Like, literally, like, I just woke up. And I have already looked down a timeline. So what I'm going to surmise uh, from those that are reacting to the, to the, to the latest, uh, uh, let me, what's the word, buying power, the latest, um, how am I going to word this in, the, in my report is, because i got to give a report to a, a couple of people, how I'm going to relay this in the report is how people are responding to this. You know, data is worth so much money. And I get to go around and talk about these things. And so in the next, in my next uh, appearance, I will have to break this down. So what I'm breaking down today in this latest report is how those that responded telling people to go vote, those that are telling people they're going to get end up with some kind of cancer, uh, those that are telling people that they need, you know, all kinds of stuff they need to cook. They need to stop eating chicken. They need to all these kind of things. There are those now. There are those mindfully that are telling you about things in your diet and those kinds of things. But those that are just upset at the pure joy, because that's what they're really mad at. Pure, P-R-E. I can't spell y'all. J-O-Y. In all that's going on. There are those, and these are the dangerous, oh, damn, Doug, the word dangerous. These, this, these are the dangerous ones. These are the dangerous people that we are following, that we are family with, that are coming at us, and they are simply saying and sharing and liking and co-signing on these things because they are literally upset with the pure joy that's being experienced. Now I'm going to get psychological on you guys. In our, in our country, America, in the walls of America, for generation to generation to generation to generation, how many generations we got? There are about five to six generations right now uh, inter, interwoven, okay? The silence is still with us. The boomers are still with us. Um, the generation X and Y, and why X and Y put it in there together, the millennials, and then there are generation C. There's generation Z and generation C. I like gener- generation C is pretty much all of us uh, as a generation that's coming up and they've been connected since day one, meaning that, you know, they've been swiping, they've been online, they're born with usernames, born with social media profiles, they're born... Uh, uh, their education and all that stuff. Uh, everything's computer generated for them. They're connected, right? Generation C. So that's about five I can count right there. And even a couple of, some one, maybe one or two from beyond the silence is still here. Because folk out there turning 117, 120, right? Because they, they grew up eating like watermelon. And y'all don't know that's like, that's like the fountain of youth, right? Okay, all that kind of stuff. They're still with us, right? So... In that, there's a construct that was that was attempted to be interwoven in between those generations, and there was an, there was a, a decade or more of assassinations that took place in the United States, and these people were assassinated simply because they did one thing in this country. Okay, now in America, the one thing you cannot do is y'all ready because it. Put your headphones on and all that kind of stuff, right? It is an unwritten law in this country to excite the Negro, okay? 
Now, when the internet first started, there was all this information and data out there from 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 generations past as to why these people were assassinated. These documents, every so often, um, documents are unsealed, right? They're all of them have sealed. They have a date that they must be unsealed and available to the public. At the onset of the internet becoming uh, public space and public access, you could go and, you know, I don't know who was president at that time or, or who was in charge of the FBI, the CIA, and all that kind of stuff, and they put this stuff. They weren't leaked. They were published, and these things get published. And so uh, in order, in, in the explanation uh, that people would have to go, whoever they reported to after these assassinations happened, and whoever wrote these reports, y'all know me, my head is always buried in a report and a research, right? And so there was this thing about uh, if a person could excite the Negro to the point where the patterns of life would change, that person was assassinated, right? And I know when I use the word assassinated, everybody goes to Dr. King. Well, Dr. King was the last recorded one. And the follow-up report after Dr. King, the date the report was, well, there might not, we might not, there might not need to be another there would not be another that would excite the Negro in the way that he did. That was the explanation that it, that we would see that the assassinations would stop because there probably, probably would never be another. Now, you know, as well as I do, there have been others that have excited the Negro. And you know what happens when you excite the Negro. Everybody get excited. That's why there's a, that's why there's a dictate in media to manipulate emotions, and that's why you're talking about Popeye, this Popeye situation, as if it's only black people doing it, okay? Black people weren't the first to get excited about it. First of all, black people wouldn't even, black people are tasting that Popeye chicken and be like, wait, what's this? You know, black people weren't the first, weren't the first to do the Popeye challenge. Black people weren't the first to go and say, hey, this, you know, when it got to, it, it, the furor of it, once the Negro, the black person got excited about it, it became overhyped, right? This is how I wake up. So, and and so if you wanna if you wanna take the discussion and go deep, rather than shaming your people, educate them, tell them what's really going on, right? Don't get mad simply because they are experiencing a pure joy, a coming together, people rolling up in there with the whole family in the car. Go ahead. People are rolling up. I mean, they just, y'all, it's just joy. Count it all joy. We don't get many moments like this. It ain't embarrassing. Stop worrying about who's looking in. Because ain't nobody, look, ain't nobody seeing you but you on your timeline. All, it's, that's your timeline. You might not have a diverse timeline. You might not ever let all kind of people friend you, right? You might not be friends with it. You might not even leave your timeline and go troll or go incognito. Oh, go wherever you need to go to see that the rest of the world do. The first place I heard about the sandwich was on radio, on what non-black radio, sports radio, and I'm like, wait, I'm trying to think. The first place I saw it, mm. I think I did. I heard. I think I heard about it on. I don't know. Wait a minute. I can't remember the first thing I saw, but I think it was radio. I think I heard about it on. I think I heard about it on radio, and then I started to see it on the timelines and lo and behold I had an opportunity to go get a sandwich did a little video you know put it on the YouTube did all that but what you're complaining about and I, we got to learn how to see beyond 
If you are mad or if you know somebody is mad, they're probably mad at just at the joy. That's probably what it is. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's twofold. There are those, because there are those that are out there saying how we look. I would say unfollow those people because that's, that's just dangerous because those are the people that, that take people out. You know, like, have you ever seen, I'm trying to think if there's a movie. I mean, that's just dangerous. Somebody always worried about what somebody else think. In my book, it's dangerous. You're not going to ever be happy around it. I, that's my pet I have to tell y'all, that's my pet peeve, especially as a blogger. Because I'm going to tell you, that's something I've had to deal with for a long time. There have been people that I have done amazing stories on, amazing coverage, and will ask me to take it down. I, I promise you, I can't tell you how many times it, I, that I have, asked, that's why I don't even ask permission. That's why I don't even see credentials and all that kind of stuff, right? I don't, I don't even do all that stuff. I'm like, look, I'm going to do this story. And, and I like, either they will, they will, um, and I don't apologize for it. They'll say something after or they'll appreciate it later. I don't even care. I don't even, I, that, all that other stuff. Because I used to get so tired of, I would publish, I would, you know, publish it and, and, and I'd get these calls and these inboxes and like, well, you know, that's, it's not quite right yet. You know, and I'm like, you know, I, I get it all, all, all the time, all the time, y'all. And, and most of the time I'd get the inboxes and then I just ignore them because people will say, well, you know, we weren't, we, we're not ready yet. We don't, and what, cause really what they want to say is a lot of times they don't, there are certain, there are certain people out there that don't like their content parallel to black content, right? I get that. I get that all the time too. So it bothers me when somebody just gives you the, um, what we look like. I'm like, to whom, what do we look like to whom, you know, I don't like people who worry about what people think. Somebody did a, a, a little game on Facebook and they said, post in the comments just based on, what your autocorrect or what your suggested uh, text will say. They said, type this and then just follow through with the suggested text. And my literal, literal suggested text said, uh, a person who will never, never, ever care what someone thinks. So clearly I say it all the time for that to be my suggested text. And that was my confirmation. If you want confirmation of who you are, whether you are negative or positive, look at your suggested text. Look in fact, even in the comments of this or, or tweet at me something from your suggested text. I am. And see what the suggested text says. And if it says something negative, deal with it. If it says something positive, congratulations. Because that's exactly what my suggested text said. Uh, never, never, ever, uh, worried about what someone thinks. I'm like, hello. I am never, ever worried. Well, I ain't gonna say I'm never, ever worried because when I, what I have learned to do, if I have to worry, if that pops up into my psyche, what someone thinks I, I, I don't go. If I'm, especially if I'm going to a place or something like, oh, that's not the right circle for me. Because I don't want to be in circles where I can't be myself. Wherever I go, I have to give my truth. Here's my truth. Because first of all, you looking at me, you see me. Let me go ahead and explain what's going on. So that you know, so that I can know that you are genuine or not. Right? 
And because I'm, I'm just, I can't worry about that. There's so much other things that we have to worry about. Dangers. Let me go. Think someone thinks. Uh, uh, I'm writing down for the sound for the word cloud. For each of these, this is book two. If you want to know, uh, book one was 90 episodes of how to get out of bed. So if you're listening, you want to know why am I not talking more about the anxiety and the depression? That was in book one. Book two, we're graduating. Now we ain't graduated out of bed yet. We still have to deal with those things. But if you are catching this, if somebody shared it with you or tagged you in it. And say, hey, listen, they're talking about how to get out of bed. Um, those go wherever you're hearing this one, wherever you see this one, there the archives for book one, which was 90 really good episodes where we dealt with things that we have to deal with on, on, a, on a daily basis on how to get out of bed as it relates to anxiety and depression. Now, see, the season has changed and we've gone on into book two. And basically, we've been talking a little bit more about things that we have to respond to. Uh, like yesterday was really good. We talked about lingering, lingering in seasons, lingering or after you see certain signs, lingering, live, live and let live. We talked about lingering, trying to have control, lingering with angst, lingering with uh, people that are being loud and wrong, lingering distractions, uh, lingering vulnerabilities, lingering in certain practices and behaviors, uh, lingering everywhere except in the present, right? And we talked about lingering on autopilot, you know, so many times we have to be on autopilot. And again, we said a lot of that makes us so vulnerable that it's dangerous. And I think so this week we've talked about things that have just become dangerous. Uh, We talked about before that we talked about um, sharing. I learned to share more so that you don't end up in such dangerous situations. I mean, like there are people who are just living every day and and they can't wake up and find joy. They got to They just dangerous. Um, say self aloud, your fears, express your fears aloud. What are you afraid of? You know, trust, have someone around you that you can trust so that you can be vocal, literally like be vocal about what's going on with you. Um, be determined. We talked about those echoes, things that we heard here in our minds, uh, and how to fill that space. Cause when you hear an echo, this is an empty space, but how to fill that space and, and comfortable. We talked about, you know, expanding our comfort zone, not necessarily coming out of our comfort zone, but expanding our comfort zone so that we can be comfortable anywhere we are. Can you imagine that? Being comfortable any place you have to be. Uh, we talked about bitterness. That's when we, so we like, look, sometimes we have to succumb to our bitterness. Like, I've got a little bit of bitterness right now. I am bitter about all the, th- all the things that I'm seeing in the timeline. The, all those people that have, that are conspiring, uh, to stop people from experiencing pure joy. I am on this unfollow tip. Somewhere. I'm like, I got to unfollow this person. And you can't have friends because the platforms, you know, they think you're doing some suspicions if you unfollow and unfriend, you know. So they start, what happens is when you start unfollowing people, uh, like for me particularly, I spent three years or more in Twitter jail because I was one of the early adopters. And so if you, you had... Um, Early on, the very first people who use hashtags are the very first people who started having conversations on Twitter. If you were part of that first group, just like right now, it's it's great to talk back to people. But when Twitter first started, you were just supposed to kind of like update your status and let it sit there for a day or so, right? Um, because it was actually an app that worked with other platforms. And then they started, well, wait, we want you to have some conversations over here. So if you were early on in the chat era of Twitter, um, they thought you were overusing the platform. So you would get uh, punished and 
Uh, if you started using the very first people who were using hashtags, the very pr- first people that were chatting, the very first people who were, um, ga- I gained a, 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 my following that following that I have, I gained it because I spoke at a conference. So if you got all this, they were like, they thought, you know, oh, you're doing something to get all this following. I'm like, no, it's an organic following. I was on tour. I was going to conferences. I was speaking and so forth. Right. And so what they did was they hid the profile from search. Uh, they made me a vampire, a ghost, you know, people like, I can't find you on Twitter. I know you got to go to my profile. Right. It's like how, you know, it's like, it's like a Malcolm X thing. that was too much power. You know, I was, I'm, I was nominated one of the top 100 women on Twitter and they were like, Oh no, no, no. What, what, what did they do that? It's like, okay. And then I was nominated one of the 30, um, um, providing African-American content. And they were like, Oh no, no, no. Hide that profile. Because what they didn't like was the fact that there were certain, um, people who were exciting Negroes, exciting the Negroes. And they started changing up the algorithms. They start changing up. Cause if you really think about Trinity, to- is the Trinity topic is it really the top 10 things that are being said? Well, during the Bush era on Twitter, the top 10 things that were being said, I lost my job. That was number one. Number two was I lost my house, right? If you, if you were an adult during when Bush was president, uh, you probably experienced one of those two things. The third one is that you lost a family member or a friend in the war. Those were the three things that people were tweeting about um, and when Bush was president, okay? So that's why a lot of us don't mind Trump because a lot of folk ain't dying like they were doing Bush. That's why people still to this day won't say, as I grab my lemonade, that Trump is worse than Bush because he's not, okay? Because... You ain't, you know, people that I, you don't see people out here saying I lost, they, they lost their job. There's all kinds of people out here today talking about, damn, I got three, four jobs, right? Like you just, people are right now. Do y'all know in America, people, companies are meeting, trying to figure out how to get people to stop ghosting because, did I just do that? I did just put that, Lord, I just put this color on here. My glass had some um stuff on it. Okay. I got distracted because like this perfect little circle on my book. And I'm like, dad, my lemonade. Okay. So, um, people are out here getting, they, they, they will accept one job and they're getting so many offers like homes are, when you put a house on the market, people are selling the houses in like a week, right? People out here making millions or hundreds of thousands. I ain't gonna say millions. I don't, don't, I don't get caught up in all that, but people out here making hundreds of thousands of dollars on these Airbnbs that they are now running multiple properties, right? People who never thought they'd have a dime, right? We're talking about pure joy. It's, and, and, I'm not, and I'm not contributing it to Trump. What I am contributing it to is when there is such chaos in the White House, <laughs> when you don't have a savior in the White House, people become very resilient, very resourceful. And so, yeah, the economy is doing some things now. And yeah, that has to do with all the presidents, right? Because you know, there's a president here that signed this, that finally came to fruition, and Trump took this, okay? And all of them, you know? And so pure, there's a lot of pure joy going on, and you've got to know when there's a lot of pure joy going on, excitement going on, there are those that can't take it, can't stand it, can't deal with it, right? And unfortunately, you're seeing that in your timeline, and you need to hide those folks. You can't unfollow them. Can't unfriend them, can't unfamily them, but you need to like holler. You don't need to see that. And I'm telling you, if it's on your timeline, because you can't, and you can't, what you cannot do, and what you ought not to do, what you should not do, what you just can't do, you can't wait for them to get it. You can't. 
And that's how, that's where depression comes from. Depression comes from waiting for everybody to get it. That's why we as a society, we as a culture has not progressed as much as we have because we keep waiting on everybody to get it. Stop waiting. I don't wait. I go, I'll come back. I'll cycle back around. But what you think, now imagine if I had waited for black people to get across the digital divide. Imagine if I had waited for blogging to become understood. Imagine if I had waited for social media. I wouldn't be here saying, y'all got 30 years in this game. You know, I got two, I got 17 years uh, as Dryer Buzz. Because nobody understood. Everybody looked at me crazy when I first did it. I mean, that's where the bitterness, what, what is the bitterness come from? It comes from that. I was like, I can't tell you how many people I was telling to tweet. And now they, they rock in Twitter. I'm like, well, I told you to do that. Like 20, 2007, you know, uh, people who were like, I don't want to put me on Facebook. Don't put me on Facebook. Now they got a Facebook page. You know, like, huh? yeah, I'm bitter. I'm going to be bitter because that's the they living life, live long enough. There should be something. There are a lot of people that are bitter at us. There are a lot of people that are bitter at us. People who, who started platforms and everybody loving Facebook. But Facebook is a copy of what they did. Twitter is a copy of what they did. You know, all those kinds of things. People that had to abandon, had to abandon. There are people who used to have rooming houses looking at y'all running up in these Airbnbs. You know, there are people who used to have gypsy, gypsy cabs looking at y'all running all up in these in Ubers and Lyft. You know, there are people that were trying to sell scooters. <laughs> looking at y'all all on these scooters, fighting to have scooters all night. Out there getting run over. And I'm just saying. You know, all these things, there's always somebody that has, that, that tried to bring, there's always somebody that tried to bring the pure joy, but because they were doing something that we had not yet seen before and we did not know how to embrace it. We did not. There are people out there right now that tried to partner. There was somebody called me out the blue, like they wanted to put drivers on the network. And I'm like, well, at the time I, I wasn't even really working on drivers. I was doing something else. I was like, well, that's really not, you know, they want, they wanted the content. I was like, well, I'm really not producing any content right now. Cause I've got some other things going on and I had to say no. And then here I come, come back, you know, and I'm in drivers. is like, and I'm just pushing out content and they're probably sitting there on the timeline. Like, look at her, look at her. See, see, we were trying to do this with her and we were trying to do that. I, cause I get it all the time, but people have to be ready. We all have to be ready. It may not have been the season. That's why I said keep that door open. Be, stay optimistic, you know. So if the, whoever, if you were that person, hit me up because I am pushing out a lot of content right now, you know. But I had to get back in the space. I was out of the space. I couldn't. I couldn't make that commitment. Then don't get mad. Like, and I know that's probably like my bitterness is my bitterness. My pet peeves or my pet peeves is theirs. But we have to understand. People got to get it. And I know everybody don't get it right now. You know, that's why I say when you catch this podcast and you want that day that you can't get out of bed because one of these things have become your pet peeve. You just mad at the world. You know, you mad. You feeling that FOMO, that FOGO and all that other kind of stuff. And you come across like, well, how to get out of bed? It sometimes it is that day to just stay in the bed. Just chill. Just chill out for a minute. Because I'm going to tell you, if getting out of that bed is not about pure joy whether it's your own or whether you're about to bless somebody else, you're going to have trouble getting out of bed. 
I got out of bed yesterday, and I don't know what I had planned yesterday. And then I remember, oh, I have something planned yesterday. I needed to go and support my daughter. My daughter performed a, she she went and got online and got one of those things where, uh, what do you call it? She got ordained. I don't know, is it called ordained? What is it called? Some Somebody somebody invested the powers in her that she could perform vow renewals. So she performed her first vow renewal yesterday. And I, I kept thinking, why am I going to this thing? I'm thinking, like, why am I going to somebody's wedding, you know? I'm like, oh, duh, my, I'm going to support my daughter. It's about her pure joy. It's about the pure joy that she wants to bestow on her friend. I'm like, because you have to process these things. Because otherwise, I would have gone for, like, bitter. Like, why am I dressed? Why I got to get dressed? Why I got to go to this thing? Because not only did I end up going, I ended up at work. I worked it. I set up, set it up. I helped them. You know, like, you got to... It's got to be about somebody else's pure joy. Because I'm like, man, I want them to look back on this day. And do you know, I mean, can you imagine what the young lady is going to feel now? Like, man, your mom came and she just, she stepped in and helped. She did the, man, because, you know, I could have gone and like sat down, sat my little bitter behind, you know, been one of the old ladies. Like, I'm going to sit over here. Why is this thing started yet? God, dog, what's going on? No, like, okay, listen, what, what, what you need me to do? What you name it? She was like, Mom, come help, please. Okay, hey, let's roll with this. This is what we do. This is the family business. I keep telling y'all, this is the fam- This is how families do. And we've gotten away from that. Yeah, I had to get out of bed to go do that. Thank God it was in the neighborhood. Get dressed. Mother, daughter, you know, she was checking, like, is mom going to be, is, is mom in that mood? Is mom tripping? I know they sent her over here to see. I, they, they so slick. Y'all, my children are so slick. My, the other daughter come rolling through, like, Mom, you ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I was five minutes before time to go. Yeah, I'm jumping in the shower, right? She's like, well, let me, let me go on it. Let me go do your hair right quick. Let me do your makeup right quick. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, come on. All right? I'm like, and then I'm sitting there like, oh, they don't, oh, she don't, they, because, you know, they, you know, my children got this text, this text, this group chat that I'm not even in, and I know it's all about me. So I know that she don't like, go, go, go make sure mom getting ready, you know, like, done rolled up in here, done did my hair and makeup. See how they do? And I'm thinking, see, you got to figure this stuff out. But anyway, but that's what this is about. Pure joy. Up for discussion. I called it up for discussion, but I think it's really about pure joy. Get like driving Miss Daisy, Hope, and Idella. Okay, Idella wasn't telling her. Idella, Idella, okay, I know we, we know Idella sitting there and die well, shucking them peas, but Adela the one telling Miss Daisy, Miss <laughs> Daisy, Miss Daisy said it. Miss Daisy said, well, she didn't know what they did in that kitchen. <laughs> Y'all go watch Drive Miss Daisy and watch it for the right reasons, right? God, I just want you to watch it and see what was up for. They, they didn't tell Miss Daisy nothing. Miss Daisy was talking about, well, you know they this and you know they that. You know, it, it, honey, Adela, child, mm-mm. And then when they went to, and then they, when they went to Adela's funeral, and see where Adela was laid out at the honey, Adela, Adela was saving all that money. But let me tell you, they was taking care of their families, y'all. I, I love me some Hulk, okay? And I know y'all don't want to watch it because you worried about how we look, but y'all better go and watch it called Hulk. Hulk, Hulk was first of all, Hulk was retired, and he went over there at. Hope left so many breadcrumbs, y'all, in Drive Miss Daisy. And I know every time it's on and every, every, you know, everybody watches, even the help, 
everybody watches for their own reason, but watch it and figure out, honey. Hulk says so much stuff. He crack, it cracks me up every time. Miss Daisy and and what's, what was what was Miss Daisy's son's name? Oh my God, I can't think of his name. Kept trying to get all up in Hulk's business, and Hulk was telling him all the time. That's not up for discussion, Miss Daisy. Miss Daisy, that's my business now. I, I, I don't have to tell you this, that, and the other. And he would tell him that all the time, okay? Listen, you decide what you want to tell people. Don't worry about what people, what, what this look like to them. It's yours, okay? And out here in social media, these, some of these people can't handle it. They can't handle your pure joy. If that is going over there getting you that Popeye sandwich makes you, gives you pure joy because you get to do what your friends are doing or, you know, hey, whatever. Listen, just tell them it's not up for discussion. Learn how to say what is and is not up for discussion. Stop worrying about how we look. Just make sure that you are linked up with the right people, that you are experiencing people that have got good behaviors and not bitter behaviors, not bad behaviors, not not dangerous behaviors, right? Because they worry too much about what someone thinks. A number of the crimes, many of the crimes that happen in our society, people who are sitting in prison right now, or, or not the innocent and wrongfully accused, but some of the others were trying to undo something because they're so worried about what somebody else is going to think, too worried about what somebody else has, too worried about what somebody else has done, and that's and that's what they're sitting there pontificating, thinking about, pondering, wondering, wishing they could undo. Somebody today can't get out of bed because they cannot simply undo the mistakes they made or the errors they made just yesterday. Somebody right now can't go around some friends because they think that friends friend knows that they were talking about them just yesterday. So now they they ghosting, they're distant, right? Because of what? Because they think somebody has discovered that they just not good people. Everybody ain't good people. Everything ain't up for discussion. Okay, but one thing that is promised to us all is pure. Joy, talking with you guys on in this podcast at just a minute over, y'all. Just a minute over our 45 minutes. It has been absolute pure joy that you will sit in on this time that I allow myself to express myself in public. And hopefully, and I know that you guys enjoy it because the minute I stop doing it, you're like, oh, man, I miss it. You need to do that again. You need to do some more of those. Here we are. We're back with book two. It's called How to Get Out of Bed. If you're listening to this one, there's an awesome and amazing archive of 90-plus episodes if, if you need to get out of bed. You can take you can take 10 of those, and you can say, okay, I'm going to listen to this 10 and get myself out of bed. I'm going to change up my behaviors. They say, what, seven? Do something seven times. It becomes a habit, or it becomes, you know, part of, part ingrained in you. Take, find seven of those podcasts, or just find find seven minutes or whatever you need to do um, to, to get out of bed, to get out of bed. And guarantee you, if you just do the one simple thing, stop worrying about what somebody else thinks and just go on your own, the first thing you're going to do is leap about the bed because it ain't about what somebody it ain't about somebody else. Now, if you got some of those bad behaviors and you constantly out there doing things that now people think the worst of you naturally, uh, seriously, then you need to fix that. Go ahead, but go ahead, but fix it. That's the thing about it. Fix it. 
Don't keep saying you're not going to fix it, being all stubborn about it. Just fix it. If you got to apologize, apologize. If that's what they demand, then either you apologize or you say, okay, that's the end of us. Which do you want? And sometimes you have to say, well, let's just just let that be the end of us. You know, let's just take a season and figure out if we can just keep it moving. You know, I mean, really, like if you're looking at the timeline and and too many people on you, if too many people on your timeline, Enjoy the chicken sandwich. Let me tell you what I did. All those people that say, I hope y'all voting. I went down some of those timelines. I didn't even see a voter sticker. You're talking about you hope the voter line. I didn't even see a voter sticker on there. I mean, there's a thing called, you know, you know we can search your timeline, right? And I normally would do that. When people all of a sudden find a soapbox or a pulpit and they get up in it, I'm like, I go look at their time like, please. You know, because I, I, I need to know if you're legitimate. Right. I know I need to know if you if, if it's legitimate what you're saying, I'm going to find out. That's just what I do. That's what I'm over here doing. That's my trolling of the day. All right. Listen, I am getting ready to and Petty Betty's giving me to wrap it up because we got to get ready to head out. Hopefully that means wrap it up. Let's go get breakfast. I have no idea. Maybe she wants to give me some pure joy for helping her. In her uh, in her first uh, vow renewal yesterday, I don't know what I don't know how she's going to reward me. <laughs> but we're getting ready to go find us some pure joy of our day, and I hope that you would do the same. Uh, good Lord willing, I get the breath of life, honey. And you're gonna get another podcast tomorrow. Everybody, please enjoy the rest of your weekend. And listen, come Monday, come Monday tomorrow, we're gonna talk about it. And again. Go out there. Uh, your president is way over there talking about those tariffs. People have been watching the market. The market was way down pending this trip. And so um, watch the market and see what's going on. If, if your 401k is all up in the mix, if all your savings is all up in the mix, your investment and those kinds of things. You know, your president, he's trying to create something that he thinks is going to unify us. Hopefully it's not a disaster that we become unified with Hopefully it's going to be something positive, but wake up early, wake up early and have some cash. Um, and I'm not trying to scare you, just trying to prepare you, but keep an eye on these things. And those are the people, the, it's some brilliant people on your friends list that's watching this. I'm not one, I'm watching the, I'm watching the money float. Uh, so definitely go and check out some of those timelines. And then uh, let me just let you know, I could not be on this podcast if it was not for supporters. If you were to go to naturalshowbyzakia.com and put in that discount code, dryer buzz there would be some incentive and reward for us to continue to do these podcasts all right uh, if you want to learn more about the family business one of the, one essence of the family business is ilashher.com check that out and then of course uh, we've got some others as well coming on board for september if you'd like to be in that scroll down there at the bottom uh for september then inbox me and let me know i'll tell you how to get signed on for that I need you to do me one more favor. You know what that is. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.